sir how are we doing doing just fine how are you doing yep everything fine on my end see a lot of familiar faces here in the audience hey guys yeah we're gonna have a lot of exciting guests today welcome everybody yeah i think today the space actually might break the, the hour mark just to give everybody a heads up now's the time to grab coffee Get yourself comfortable in a chair or wherever you're sitting or laying because we have not only a lot of updates from our end but also from our ecosystem with raccoon i think jg and, and backbone labs they should join any second now i think even philip might join the rare guest here um, because they dropped some cool stuff this week and then we we also got the Luna Classic community in here with very, very strong presence. Mr. Diamond Hands, Jerry, PSX. So lots of high-profile people from that community you know, blessing us with their presence. And Tenderman Timmy, he's also here to share some, some ideas of what's been cooking on their end. Welcome, Sebastian, sir. How are we doing? Hello, hello. Doing fine, doing fine. Excited. Excited for the space today. I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a good one. Um, who, who do we want to bring up from the, uh, from the Loon community as far as speakers? So I think get all three up. Maybe you want to give a thumbs up or down if you want. About the, three. the Vin, is he, is he another one? Diamond Hands, Jerry... I don't know. You guys tell me. You guys, I don't. I don't want to. <clears throat> I don't know the dynamics. Why don't we bring up Diamond Hands, and he can kind of direct. He could kind of give his input. I got up Jerry and Mister Diamond Hands, and then we can go from there. Yeah, Vin. Vin is uh, representing the L1 task force. Sebastian, I'm gonna put you here on the spot right away. Where is the six million ash? That's a great question. We'll get there. We'll get there real soon. Give me a couple minutes here and I'll 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 get that going. I'm watching and waiting. All right. Um so so do we bring up Vin? Does he want to speak? Is that yes. correct, Jerry? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so bring 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 Vin up. <clears throat> Is there anybody else from the Loon community that should be up here, or is that is that good, Dan? Uh, PSX and Vin, and yeah, I think that's all that was discussed. But I mean, there's some others there that perhaps we could bring up uh, if you guys want to, if it gets longer. Is that uh, the guy with the moon and the pirate flag in his name? He's got a flag with a yellow star. 
And, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. We got JG. Welcome, sir. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, MGM, sir. We got a really nice, you know, panel and a very nice audience here. Very, very handsome. This is going to be a fantastic space. Uh, I'd like to ask the audience uh, if you guys could retweet the space. That would help out too, just to get the word out, so people aren't looking at this later. They can do it live, and sometimes they don't get the opportunity because they don't see it. Don't worry, Jerry. Our community is highly skilled in retweeting these community calls with the hashtag Ride the Whale. In fact, I should do this myself now. Be right back. We got some of the best retweeters out there. Yep. Sencom has trained them well. Seems like PSX and Finn cannot come up. Maybe they, or, uh, yeah, PSX and Finn leave and come back and see if it'll change for you. Yeah. What's the maximum number of speakers in these spaces? So for one host, it's it's not very many. So maybe you, uh, if you make ah, okay. a host, it'll help. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. So P, you want to start? Good morning. So, good morning. Good morning. Can you guys hear me? Good morning. Okay. Are you live? Yep. Yep. Here we go. Everybody's <laughs> ready. Start? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's. Oh, go ahead. So, sorry, sorry. No, yeah, I, I, I was gonna say uh, let's try uh, one more time with Win, and then we can get going. Okay, let's see if we can. Uh, hopefully, Vin can hear me. Uh, if he hasn't requested, or did you uh, send a re, uh, an invite to him to come up on the speaker? Or yeah, a couple of times. Maybe Sencom, mm -hmm. you can try it as well. Yep. I don't think he's been in spaces too often. Yeah. So, uh, then <laughs> at the bottom left. Oh, you know, those what? devs, they always heads down, <laughs> always developing encoding. All right. Um, yeah. Okay. I think we can get going then. Um, welcome everybody to the White Whale Weekly co Community Call. In case you should be new here, uh, you can check out all the re um, relevant information in our Twitter bio in the link tree. Um, and we invite everybody to join our Discord and participate in a live discussion. The channel is called Community Calls. And um, yeah. Uh, let's get the discussion in there. Uh, some people already uh, post some uh, posted some questions in there, so we will get to these uh, later in the Q and A section. And um, let's let's dive right into the market data. So uh, the whale price increased a little bit uh, from two point one seven cents to two point six nine cents, which uh, is an increase of 24%. Uh, our market cap sits at around 5.6 million uh, with that price. Um, and our social data is mainly flat. We lost a little bit of followers on Twitter, uh, 167. Um, we gained a little bit of um, followers on Telegram, uh, 13. And um, Discord, we gained follow followers as well, 27. Um, and before I hand it over to Sencom, also from my side, please guys retweet the spaces with hashtag ride the whale. So the word gets out and uh, people don't miss the space. 
Um, Sencom. Yes, thank you very much for the kind introduction and sharing the data with us. Also, don't forget to give everybody here on stage, especially our fantastic guests, a warm follow so they're happy as well. All right, let's start with uh, you know, maybe boring, but actually not so boring stuff, governance. So the lateral liquidity injection proposal has passed a long time ago. So the Luna community decided to inject millions of liquidity into the protocols of Ares Protocol and Backbone Labs and pool that to a large extent on our decks. So everything's pretty much set up and now it's just, um, you know, everybody, all the different teams walking through the motion to get it done. So we should expect to see this liquidity drop into the respective protocols quite soon. JG, um, do you have an ETA, a rough estimation when that's going to happen? Yeah, so, you know, we were just waiting on the, the white whale multi-sig to be complete, and I think that's done now. So uh, I'll be putting up the props necessary to start moving that money today and tomorrow, and it should be all in there by this weekend. That's exciting. That's really exciting. And, and just to give everybody an idea of the magnitude of this um, proposal and this liquidity injection. So our Terra satellite market. I, I did see Sebastian, I think you need to meet yourself. <laughs> Why? Because he's on a phone call right? That's actually cool. <laughs> <laughs> Ponzi Ninja, can you can you do the needful? Ah, he already did. Thank you, Sebastian. Very lovely voice your kid has. So where was I? Yeah, so just to give you an idea of the magnitude of, of what's about to happen, this liquidity injection will put more TVL into our Terra satellite market. One out of six active satellite markets Whitewell has right now. More TVL than market cap. The whole rail ecosystem has. And I don't know about you, but I'm not aware of too many protocols that have a higher TVL than market cap especially for layer one coins. So that's something we're very, very excited about. And I think that liquidity will also dire or facilitate a lot of volume and trading activity, which as everybody here knows, will lead to more buybacks and more distributions of whale to the Terra bondas, which I think right now we have close to 10 million liquid staked whale on Terra bonded. And I think they'll get a boost in APR, even though the APR is still hovering around 10% with, with any multipliers, without any. So uh, it remains to be seen how that develops, but it's, it's having that much liquidity in is very reassuring. And then the second thing that I'm also very, very excited about, we've been teasing the Chihuahua sale with the whale proposal for quite a while now. And it's been you know lingering in the, in the Commonwealth forums for I think almost two weeks. So I just got a message from the Chihuahua core team that everything is set and I will, right after this call, upload the proposal. So that will be up for voting. And, um, you know, should this proposal pass, um, the, the right group commits to continue building. I mean, we've been building on Chihuahua for such a long time and we, with two liquid staking tokens, decks, flash loans, NFT marketplace and games, you know, the right group makes pretty much 
most of the Chihuahua ecosystem. And we're happy to do so and happy to continue providing that. And as soon as the proposal passes, um, we got on-chain commitments to continue building there and, and deploying new products and updates. And in return, we'll get a, a juicy liquidity injection, um, similar to the, how the Terra liquidity injection works into the Whitewell DEX. So that will facilitate even more activity and volume and all the good stuff. So that proposal will, fingers crossed, go live today after the call. And once it hits the chain, uh, I think you guys did a fantastic job of, you know, making sure the proposal, the Terra proposal passes. So now we got to repeat all that stuff again for the next chain. So let's make our voice heard and make sure the proposal passes. So reach out to your validators, tell them to vote. Ideally, yes, if you support the proposal. And then we'll get this through. So any comments on governance before we move, before we continue? Ven, you got your hands up. You're free to speak. Me? Sencom? Ah, yeah. Hi. Hey, man. How's it going? Uh, just uh, talking about um, proposals and governance. Uh, I just wanted to inform the community that I just came out of um, the Terra um, space, Twitter space, and I actually asked TFL when we can expect uh, Whale to be listed as an alliance asset and there's good news i think in the next couple of weeks we should um hear more about it and if you are wondering what exactly was talked about so uh the, the space was recorded and i could maybe try and put it in the nest so everyone can listen back to it well that's fantastic alpha thank you very much i didn't recognize you until you, i heard your voice you changed your your profile name but so hey luna v-shape but yeah, that, that's fantastic news. I mean, we've been pushing Alliance for, I've, I think, almost four months now. So it's really great to see that um, the, the Luna community um, sees this, appreciates this, and takes the according steps so it actually becomes an Alliance. So that's fantastic. Awesome. All right, then let's move on to Migaloo, the chain. So there's not too much news on that front. Um, we upgraded, so we, we did a quick upgrade because there was a um, was a small bug in Alliance. So we fixed that. Um, everything's Gucci. And Sebastian, did we do the burn? I'm locked loaded, sir. I'm I'm ready to do it. I'm just waiting waiting for you to to pass the mic over. <laughs> You tell me when you're ready. Uh, to burn 1% of the total supply, I'm always ready. All right. Okay. Burn, baby, burn. Yeah, so um, we're, we're going to burn another 6 million tokens here just in one minute. Just uh, before we do that, I wanted to... Um, I just wanted to welcome um, our friends from the Loon community um to, to this particular space i see you guys showed up you showed up big um you know we we welcome you here we're very excited um about coming to Lunk, and i think you know that it could be a win-win um for both of our communities um and and you know just a little bit of history um you know white whale we were we were born on Lunk, right we were one of the og um 
Lunk protocols, right? We we started off, you know, I you know it was uh, it was July twenty one, right? And um, you know, we built an arbitrage platform on on Luna Classic, you know, and we were one of the one of the OG protocols there, and um, you know, it's where our roots are. Right. That's where our roots are. And and not only that, I mean, our our vision, you know, was was defending the peg. Right. We were we were right there, front and center, ground zero, closer than anybody defending the peg till the very bitter end. Right. We didn't give up to, until the very bitter end, till the blockchain stopped. We were there defending the peg and we did everything we could. And, you know, when I look at the, the, the loan community now and I'm looking at it, you know, um, kind of as an outsider now. Right. But I, I see a lot of loyalty. Right. There, there's a lot of, you know, the Luke, you guys are in a very unique situation, um, you know, and it's kind of created this community, one with a lot of excitement, you know, um, and a lot going on, obviously. Um, but but there's I see a lot of loyalty there you know people like diamond hands and and whatnot um and and you guys have just been galvanized and kind of you know hardened by crypto as we as we all have been right but i just want you guys to know that that you know that's our roots right that's that's our roots that's where we come from um you know and and we're excited to kind of come full circle back there right and i do um you know, I do think that that it can be beneficial to, to to both of our communities. So really excited to see how this goes. You, you know, we're we're ready. We're pretty much ready um, to deploy, um, you know, on Luna Classic. And, and, you know, when we come, you know, and when we come to any of these chains that we deploy on, the way it works is it's, it's not just. Um, it's not just our our kind of protocol, the white whale DAP, right? With our with our flash loans and with our decks, we we kind of bring a whole suite of products. You know, we kind of bring an entourage with us. Um, you know, of of you know LSDs, right, and other DeFi toys and and different things. So, you know, it's um it's just going to be very interesting. It's going to be very interesting because you know, what, what you guys do have, you, you, you have a very active community, you have a large community, you know, so I, I think it could be hand in glove fit in a lot of ways. Anyways, very excited to have you guys here and talk about the possibilities of, um, you know, of, of white whale partnering with, with Luke. That being said, I am going to burn now in real time, 6 million whale tokens. 1% of our supply with this burn um, whale will actually become deflationary. So this will take us below our initial mint of 600 million tokens. Um, you know, so we will, we will become deflationary. I know, I know the loon guys, I know you love a good burn, right? So I'm glad you're here for this. So I am pushing the button as we speak. Push the button. And it's gone. <laughs> And it's gone. So you, we should see it come up on Twitter on our whale furnace. You should see the tweet come through. But we are now officially deflationary. One percent. Another one percent has been burned. So <clears throat> keep joining these calls every week We're you know, we're going to be doing this. We're going to at least do a couple more. Um, everybody loves a good token bonfire. So, you know, LFG. Right. Let's go. Hand in glove, or as the Germans like to say, fist in the eye.
it just fits. And and talking about um, the burn, um, we also just topped up the community pool with 25 million whale. So back in the days when we did the airdrop and you know some of the tokens weren't claimed, I think it was 120 million or something. We said we're gonna set set aside some of the tokens for you know ecosystem growth and you know liquidity incentives. We're gonna burn a lot of the tokens, which you know we're continuing to do every Twitter space. And we also said said we're going to top up the community pool, which we did. So initially the community pool was funded with 25 million whale. After the five million spending props to Backbone Labs to develop the NFT marketplace and to Eris protocol, we were sitting at 15 and now we're back at 40. And in fact, we're at 41 because the community pool keeps, you know, grabbing some whales there and here and there. So now the community is really with over 40 million whale is, I think, which is, I, I think, 8% or 7% of the total supply. I think the community pool has a lot of power to, to grow and control this ecosystem now. So that's fantastic. All right. Anything more to Megaloo specific topics? Otherwise, we can go into the, the different protocols in the ecosystem. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. So this is Megaloo specific. So yeah, I want to give a little update. You know, the marketplace is now in a testing phase and, and we're going to be getting prepared to like open a beta section so people can give us feedback and uh, try to break it before we go live. Like we're getting close. When? Oh, I don't want to give you a hard date because then Murphy's Law is going to come out and bitch slap me. All right. We'll have to be happy with that. It's ready when it's ready. Okay. JG, we're going we're gonna to do the same thing to you that you did to us when you were waiting for the incentives. That's fair. The tables have turned. Super fair. Super fair. I got it coming. I can take it. <laughs> Just remember, we're, not, we're shipping oh, products. You know what, though? I do want to say one more thing, if you guys don't mind, if I hijack for a second. You know, one of the things that we're trying to work out, and it's tentative, and I would like to finish speaking to Raccoon Bet, is that you know, Raccoon might end up making uh, the collection for our Chihuahua Gravedigger, which we're getting pretty excited about Chihuahua and there's a lot of stuff happening. So when they're free, we definitely need to finish talking and to see what we can do together. Yeah. And, you know, just to give everybody context, um, JG, JG has been given a grant. He's working on an NFT marketplace for Migaloo. Um, he just showed me some of the different collections that are being built this week. Um, you know, she showed me four or five different collect NFT collections, um, some exciting stuff there. You know, I think one, one thing of note and what he, what JG has kind of pioneered um, with his grave digger and, and with, you know, the B assets, um the the lsds what makes them unique is is they 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 fuse them with nfts and the nfts become yield bearing so they share the lsds share part of their yield with nft collections with specific nft collections and these nft collections then become yield bearing nfts so basically what that means effectively is is yield bearing nfts are coming to migaloo right and it's going to be the hub the the nft marketplace that he's building is kind of going 
going to kind of be the hub for multiple um, NFT collections that that are yield bearing, right? So it's kind of a new a new era, so to speak, in NFTs. Um, you know, yield bearing NFTs, I think, are, are you know. Well, it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting if, if nothing else. Right. Um, you know, but that's, um, that's, that's what he's working on in a nutshell. And we and like just, to call it the NFT. Did you catch that? We call it NFT fi. It's not super original, but that's what it is. <laughs> and just to complete the circle. So the more liquidity is in the grave diggers, which is the liquid staking protocol of backbone labs, the more yield is distributed to the NFTs. And if you guys have been paying attention, we're just getting a juicy liquidity injection on Terra. We might get it on Chihuahua, and we're not stopping. We're not stopping at all. So, you know, we have these this great suit of products. You know, we have a fantastic community. We have liquidity. We have all these different things. And if the chains want to get a share of that, um, well, there's a program for that. So yeah, the NFT marketplace I, I think will will be ripping. I'm very excited about that. Thank you very much, JG. Mm, okay, back to protocols. So on White Whale, um, we shipped the incentive contracts to Migaloo, Chihuahua, and Juno. So right now we have four fully developed and fully functional satellite markets: Migaloo, Terra, Juno, and Chihuahua. All the bells and whistles, flash loans, decks, incentives and the buyback mechanisms which just keep making you know new all-time highs and buybacks you know almost every day so that's really cool and we're we're also um really excited to see that eris protocol has released their arbitrage vault it's called you know arp whale arp whale and that's a really cool thing because now you can put in whale and that whale is used to stabilize both the bone whale and the amp whale prices on Migaloo. And since we have a very active community of you know bot developers, these interchain arbitrage bots will stabilize the liquid or liquid to or liquid whale prices across all of our satellite markets. Because before that, we had you know two million liquidity in each of our LSD pools on the satellite markets, but sometimes you know some way was dumping some tokens. So there was some huge arbitrage opportunity and some, some of you guys, you know, luckily capitalized on that, you know, getting some whale or liquid state whale for really, really cheap. But now we have a really efficient system in place where we have very deep liquidity in those pools on Migaloo. They are stabilized with this ARP whale um, vault and the arbitrage bots then take this cross chain and stabilize the whole system. So that's, I think, a very unique, unique system, and uh, I'm very excited to see this, you know, playing out in real time. And just to make um, things a little bit more interesting, we'll also open up an amp whale, arp whale pool on Megaloo soon, so you can get in and out of arp whale with ease. And lastly, regarding the white whale protocol, we issued new incentives on the whale USDC pool and the Luna LST pools, the rack pool. So shout out to the Rack guys. Their token is just ripping lately. And I think, Sebastian, you also put like some small amount of weight on the Ash pool. And I don't know what to think about this. Please don't buy Ash. But it's it's fun. It's really fun, guys. 
Yeah. Yeah. So real quick, if I could just jump in here um, and speak to generally to the to the applications being built on Migaloo and kind of the state that that we're in from my perspective, you know, um, it really it, it really feels like we're we're hitting given given the market conditions and kind of given the state of cosmos and crypto in general it it feels like we're hitting escape velocity as in in regards to um what's being built on top of migaloo chain and um we're very fortunate to attract you know it's it's hard right to to attract builders and to motivate and to incentivize um in in the current climate but but we've done it you know, we've done it between JG, right, um, and Eris Protocol and the Raccoon guys and Ginku, um, you know, and, and then what our core team is doing, um, we, we, we're really, um, we're incubating right now. We're incubating and it's, it's getting really fun. Okay. It's, it's getting really fun. You know, we, we had, a we just had a meeting with the raccoon guys earlier today, um, you know, and discussed what they're going to be building on top of Megaloo, which something brand new and, and awesome. Um, and, and we'll be, we'll be revealing more about that in the coming weeks. Um, but it's, it's really exciting, you know, and you guys have seen raccoon bet and, and their little casino and, and, um, how cool it is and how fun it is to play. They're, they're going to take it up a notch and build a major project on Migaloo. Um, Ginku, what they're coming out with, you know, um, what they're going to be dropping soon in the coming weeks. Um, another primitive for the chain, you know, um, we're, we're, we're firing on all cylinders in regards to development and we're seeing now external third-party teams coming and wanting to build on, um, on Migaloo chain. So it's, it's, it feels like escape velocity to me. Okay. That being said, Oh, you know, we got somebody working on our, our mobile site and, and they're almost done with that, you know, um, so it's very exciting. It's very exciting. And I can feel the momentum building. Okay. Um, you know, that being said, we have a list, we have a list of things that we want built on, on Megaloo chain. Um, one, for example, is DAO tooling, right? We, we need DAO tooling. We have a, so, so, so you guys, you know, we already have, we're talking about an Ash DAO, right? Um, and for, for those of you guys who don't know what Ash is, um, we, we have the furnace, which is our burning application. So you burn, you can burn with one click, which I just did when I burned 6 million tokens here. And when you burn um when you burn whale you get one ash so every one whale you burn you get one ash token right so um it's just kind of a fun thing and we have this ash whale pool now that i've just incentivized as sencom men- mentioned um right so so you know we want to we want to see an ash dow we don't want to do it but i want a community member to start an ash dow um and and come up with and drive utility um for the ash token to, to incentivize more burning right but but dow to I think is a primitive on any chain that is needed. Um, we've seen Enterprise on Terra. We've seen Dow Dow on Juno. My my goal is to um, 
look at both of those models, which we're doing now and come kind of come up with, uh, with the best of both worlds. Right. And, um, you know, as, as well as talking to, to some com- community members, I see Ryan's here, you know, he, he launched, um, lion Dow, right. Which is, has been a great test case for, for DAOs, you know, but basically we want to improve. We want to continue to improve the model and Dow tooling and come up with our own. So that's something we want to see built right on, on Megaloo chain. And we're, we're gladly, we'll gladly support a grant um, for somebody who wants to build something like that. Right. We have a list of such things. We have, we have a list of, of projects and ideas and, and kind of tools that, that we're looking to, to be developed on Megaloo chain. Um, And, 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 you know, I will say this, if there's one thing that, that I think we've done well, um, it's make sure that, that incentives, um, you know, make, make sure that, that we, we basically incentivize people fairly. Right. That's that's the idea. Um, we want to make sure that that builders feel like, OK, you know, I got I have skin in the game. Right. I'm a part. You, you know, you take ownership. Right. It's your baby. I have skin in this game. I have my bag of whale. I'm incentivized. I want to build on this chain. Right. So um, we're, we're very intentional about doing that. Right. So so all that being said, if you have an idea, if you have a vision or if you want, you know, you want to go through our list, feel free to reach out to us. Um, but we right now we we do have multiple multiple teams working on some um, some cool stuff on on Megaloo chain. I, I just so. want to underline how important it is, uh, what you just said, Sebastian. Um, and without rambling too much about what other layer ones are doing, but what you see on a lot of these chains is they, they start with a chain, they have nothing, and then they pay enormous amounts to teams to just copycat or copy and fork a DEX, which just trends to zero, and just copy and, and fork some, you know, some, some other protocols or whatever just nothing unique nothing exciting just <coughs> the same old boring you know same old boring stuff with different front ends and they pay enormous amounts for this and but there's no incentive from the guys building this to continue building this and i think so i i trade you know one raccoon or, or one you know backbone labs against 10 of those you know teams that just are mercenaries for some capital and then just leave at, at the first opportunity. Because sure, we want to make sure that, like Sebastian said, everybody's incentive, incentivized, everybody got his, you know, his back and, and can appreciate the upside. But we also need to make sure that these teams, they're aligned, they're in it for, for the vision, for the movement. And I think we're doing, it's very hard to find these teams that are really committed, but we're gaining momentum more by the day. And this just attracts a lot of, a lot of good and positive attention. And I also like to highlight that it's not only like larger teams starting to build stuff on Megaloo, on our satellite markets. It's also individuals. You know, I'm looking at, at deving.zone. I'm looking at, um, you know, Nick from our, um, from our Discord. I'm looking at the, the bot builders. There's a lot of, you know, individuals who just start to go, hey, I want to contribute to this. So I'm just going to do what I can do best, whatever that is. is it, if it's bots, if it's content, if it's, you know, some cool dashboards or some micro apps. And that's really fantastic. And I think that's really the organic growth that we need. And that's, and I'm very convinced of this, is much more sustainable than just 
paying a bunch of randos some enormous amounts of money to just copy and fork something and then, then leave. So that, that's really fantastic. And talking about um, Raccoon, maybe you guys want to get upstage. I think there was a, a, a gaming competition and maybe you want to share some, some other stuff, what's been going on in your trash bin. And and while Raccoon is coming up, I think JG, is there anything else you want to share on on the Backbone Lab side? Well, you know, we're definitely trying to keep up with uh, White Whale, and you guys expand so fast. But one of the things that you know I've been trying to plot a course for is uh, to get a classic Grave Digger up, and to also start to figure out how to support them when you guys deploy your decks. You know, that's that's part of the game plan. Definitely in my mind right now. I'm trying to figure out how to, do, to just expand with you guys. You guys move fast. <laughs> well, that's the spirit. All right, Raccoon, yeah. stage two. What's up, guys? Good morning. Yeah, so uh, maybe just a quick heads up regarding the uh, the Miguelo Gaming Contest on Raccoon.bet. So we just did uh, a tweet. Um, maybe I can post it in the in the nest after. But basically, there's five thousand well to be won, and to participate, you basically just have to play games on Raccoon.bet, and there's gonna be a pick of the top three person that played on the platform, and there's also gonna be a prize for uh, randomly selected from the players on Raccoon.bet. So uh, very excited about that, and thanks to Whitewell for making this happen. And uh, also, we just saw that uh, it was pretty easy to add some uh, incentives on uh, the Whitewell deck, so we'll be adding some incentives as well on the Rackwell pool. So very excited about that too. Well, that's massive. Which chains are you looking to incentive? It's going to be on Migaloo, man. There's no other way. So we're going to put some incentives in Well on or Rack. We still have to decide, but it's going to happen today. That's massive. That's awesome. Thank you very much. I, I just like to on a, on a short note to see before I forget it. Um, we we still so while the the trading comp or the gaming competition has or is ending tonight, the the burning competition is still ongoing for two more weeks. And right now we have one guy sitting at a hundred k burnt whale, place number two at fifty k, and the third place sitting at conveniently. Six nine four twenty. So <laughs> that's very nice. Um, we still got two more weeks. Uh, I'm I'm curious to see if there's somebody who just pulls a sneaky on them and in the last minute, you know, just burns more. That's gonna be exciting to see. But if if, if that's everything you wanted to share from the raccoon side, I think we can go over to our very special guests here from the Luna Classic community. Sebastian, what do you think? Yeah, let's do it. Yep, for sure. Um, yeah, is it, so maybe Diamond Hands or wh whoever wants to speak, um, you uh, know, feel like free. <laughs> with a question, because um, just um, scrolling through my Twitter feed, I saw some some drama happening about around the the core team maintaining the chain. So maybe let's start there. What's what's happening there? Yeah, sure, Jerry. You want to go first, and I'll come in after. Yeah, there was a uh, a doxing attack on uh, LBA's family that happened, and uh, he did resign 
recently for the, you know, to protect his family. And uh, yeah, we're saddened by that. Uh, however, we did bring Vin, which is in the interim right now, going to be doing some of the responsibilities that LPA was responsible for previously. We wanted to bring him in here so that he could be introduced to you guys and start the conversation. So, uh, and I want to thank uh, V-Shape for initially introducing us to you, CENCOM, and getting you on our podcast and, and starting that conversation with the L1 task force. So this is basically handing over the baton from LBA to Vin to you guys. So, uh, Vin, say hi. Oh, uh, hi, everyone. So um, this will be my first public appearance. Um, please pardon me if um, my English is not fluent enough. And um, as my first action, uh, I will be um, um, assuming Lung Burn Army role. And soon I will announce our Q3 plan well, with the remaining members. Um, what I can say is that um, even though um, Seal and Lung Burn Army live, um, the majority of death is still in the team. So we have like four out of five still in the team. So with this number, we can still continue operations on Lunk as normal. And, and maybe we can even support uh, the white whale to onboard Lunk. Yeah, if that sounds good to you, obviously. PSX, you have your hands raised. Yeah, um, real exciting times and sad times at the same time. But uh, with things starting to move forward much quicker, um, I'll, uh, Jerry and I will we'll get you guys... Uh, we, I, we'd like to get you guys connected via Discord directly, so that way the, the collaboration can continue on as smoothly as possible. Sincom, if you don't mind. Yes, of course. Having direct lines of communication just eases things up a lot. And I'm, I really appreciate you, um, you know, connecting us and, and making that you know, the launch of our apps you know, from the different teams that are coming from our direction is you know, going to be as smooth as possible. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Very good. Thank you. And um, Mr. Diamond Hands, I'd like to ask you, how's, how's the sentiment in the Luna Classic community right now? I mean, there's you know, a lot of turbulence from you know, Lungburn Army, from that story. But at the same time, um, you guys achieved quite a lot with, with parity and now with you know, the silver lining at the horizon with more and more teams um, building their applications on on Luna Classic. So what's the sentiment there? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, obviously the community was pretty outraged about the doxing. You know, anytime that you bring somebody's family into something like that, it's it's totally disgusting, you know, behavior. You know, I, I would do the same thing to protect my kids. And I think we all can agree that privacy is very, very important. And when somebody docks, it's on their terms and nobody else's. And so when that information came out, you know, it was very saddening to hear. It was very, uh, very sad indeed. But, you know, like Vin said, the team is still here. The L1 task force is still still strong and still going to continue to work for Linda Classic. And I just want to be you know, very clear on this is that you're going to have good days and you're going to have bad days. 
and you you set the tone. So if somebody goes down, the way we see it in the lung community is next guy up or next lady up. And so I, I definitely love spaces like this. I want to give a big shout out to Whitewell, Raccoon, Eris, Backbone Labs. You guys are doing things the right way. I also want to give a big shout out to the Luna community as well. I want to congratulate Chris Amani for becoming the new CEO of Terra Luna. I wish him all the you know luck in driving the boat for that lovely community. And I also want to tell people, look, if you're invested in all these projects, you know, these are the type of conversations that you need to be in on, right? It shows that there are people that continue to work no matter what the market sentiment is, no matter if it's bad news, good news that comes out on a daily basis. This is, is proof, basically, to everybody out there that real legitimate people continue to build and they continue to work. And these are conversations right now that are doing just that, showing you these teams from all these different blockchains and communities regardless of what's going on, are going to continue. And that's what the Luna Classic community is doing as well. Uh, we've been through the ringer. It's no big secret. The last year has been so, well, it's been a, a fairy tale, basically. It's been, you know, ups and downs and highs and lows, but we are still here when we continue to build. So, um, you know, we're still strong. We're still here. We're going to continue supporting no matter what happens. And, uh, you know, we think this is a great place to be and encourage anybody, if you haven't already, to come and Get in some of these spaces, you know, check out Jerry's spaces with Uninterrupted. We do Lunk Live during the week as well. Come on in and visit us, and uh, we'd love to have you. Thank you, gentlemen. I think it's it's really important what you just highlighted there, and I want to, you know, really underline this and drive the point home that it's in, in so many cases, the community who makes or breaks these things. And what I was noticing, you know, in, in my little sphere of you know attention is that in our ecosystem, like in the broader cosmos and IBC or maybe even crypto ecosystem, there aren't too many communities that you know stand behind their their project that are actually part of the project. They're not only buying the token and hoping for a quick two X to exit it again. They're in for the long run. And the fantastic thing is they contribute to it. And for me, that's really the, the highest level of decentralization and growth we can actually achieve. May it be like some small micro apps, may it be dashboards, may it be stack, stepping up and you know, taking over the maintenance of the chain in, in case something happens. So that's really you know, fantastic to see. And I don't think there are many communities out there that have this. I know you guys have this, the Luna Classic community. Um, I know our community has this. And it's, it's just fantastic to witness. And I'd like to thank everybody um, very much who contributes to, to the success of Luna Classic or, or, or Whale in you know whatever form. Jerry, yeah. Yeah, I want to highlight that uh, I, th I think there was uh, a lot of people viewed LBA as like the leader of the L1 task force. And their their relationship with each other was more of a uh, team uh, relationship, and LBA was you know doing the pro project management piece, which was the organization uh, side. But there are people on the team, Vin included, that have project management experience. Now LBA was managing a small team. Vin's got experience with over twenty uh, devs, running twenty devs with uh, Notional Labs. So there's there's still that experience there. So we're in a good spot. We're in a really good position. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'll say this, and I think Sencom dropped off. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe he had a 
maybe he had another call or something. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. He'll he'll be back on in a second. But um, you know, where, where there's a will, there's a way, and you got you guys will figure it out. You know, before Sencom, um, we went through two two other CTOs, right? That were integral parts of of our project. You know, um, and you know. <clears throat> Well, a little bit messy, you know, we've, we've, we've been through that. Right. But you figure it out. You just, you figure it out and, um, it, 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 it'll work out. You know, you, you have enough, you have enough people that care about the project and keeping it, keeping the baby alive that you figure out how to keep the baby alive. If that makes sense. Um, if, if I could make another comment too, and just, just get a little bit practical, right. As far as what things look like, as, as far as deployment and us coming over there, um, you know, we're, we're currently right now, the team's focused on um, clearing some technical debt and doing some cleanup and we'll, you know, we'll be doing that this week, maybe a little bit of next week, but, but really apart from that, um, you know, we can deploy and correct me if I'm wrong, CENCOM, um, I think he's reconnecting, but we can deploy um, really, really quickly, um, you know, on, on any chain, right. That, that meets, that meets the technical requirements. So the deployment on Luke, right. The, the white whale deployment on Luke um, is, is not a big deal. And that can happen, um, you know, like in, in a day or a couple days or something, something like that. Um, It's just deployment scripts. I think um, what what we'll face and what the issue always is when we're kind of um, expanding horizontally and deploying on new chains. And, I, you know, I think I just want to start this conversation and get everybody thinking about it right now. Um, really, in this market, it's it's liquidity. Liquidity is the challenge. Right. Um, you know, obviously, we're not in a situation where we have, you know, fat pocket VCs that could come in and seed pools with millions of dollars. Right. Um, And I I don't think you guys are in that situation either. And that's okay, Right. You adapt to the market and you figure it out. We've we've gotten very creative, um, you know, on Luna. Right. With with JG's and Eris's community grant to seed, um, you know, to seed those pools. Um, We've we've done um, we've done OTC deals with other treasuries. Right. For example, the Lion Dow Treasury, where we swap some whale for some for some roar tokens. Right. And then we use both of our both of our swap tokens, fuse them with with more tokens from our treasury and both seed the pool with with those um, with, with those tokens. Right. So we've learned to get creative in this market um, to, to come up with liquidity and to find liquidity. Right. And we're, we're very happy to um, incentivize pools. Like, well, the way I see it is we're, we'll deploy, we'll deploy our decks on, on Lunk, um and we'll probably open up a Lunk whale pool. Right. And have that be the, the flagship pool, I would imagine. Um, but then we're going to need to figure out how to get liquidity in there. Right. And, and we're happy to bootstrap it with some incentives or something like that. Um, you know, but we're going to need to work together. Um, and I don't even know who, what members of the community are the right ones to talk to about this. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Um, but we're going to need to work together to, to kind of seed liquidity. Right. Um, not, not, none of this works without liquidity. So um, just something to, to think about, something to, you know, I'm just again, I'm just getting the conversational ball rolling. But that's going to be the um, the first kind of the first puzzle piece to, to get sorted out.
Lots of hands raised. Go ahead. Go ahead. Barry or PSX. PSX, go ahead. I'll go first real quick. So I think think that uh, one solution, and and, uh, this might require a little bit more development, but having volunteer liquidity pools where people can uh, put in uh, white whale with Luna Classic uh, or USTC with reward, some type of reward system, kind of like they do on uh, a lot of the swaps that are, you know, in uh, crypto uh, might be a solution. I mean, that would allow the little guy to be able to, you know, throw in some and, and receive some type of reward from putting in liquidity. That's, that's one way, but I mean, obviously that's not going to be the end all be all solution. There is. What about uh, having El Elburn uh, get involved in, in in this potential collaboration? Um, and he's a proof of work on a proof of stake chain, which makes it puts him in a u- unique position. So I did send a um, a because uh, I had this feeling this conversation was going to going to come up. So I want I sent him a, a direct invite to have him come in here and see if he can chime in on it. You know, I, I think Elburn can can play a part in this in this uh in this little project i think i say that very loosely that might be complicated but yeah i I have some information on that to discuss with you uh but i can't really reveal anything because sure yeah we're we're not we're not dealing with exact things yet with that but that that is a good idea okay cool And, and and i'll get syncom or sebastian connected with them at a later point um and then that way you guys can drive up that, uh, get in the driver's seat on that conversation. Uh, but I do want to give a, a quick, a quick shout out that we, um, uh, that we almost, I almost forgot, but, uh, Mr. Frag, who is down there, who was also on the L1 team, um, who suffered, um, basically the same fate that LBA. So, uh, one who I've considered a friend, uh, alongside with LBA. And the community does appreciate his work and commitment uh, with Luna Classic. And then I also want to give a shout out to our team, Miss JB, Mark, as well, who's helped us, uh, um, uh, our production side, to, to really produce some cool stuff for those who jump on board with our episodes. And then, of course, um, Luna V-Shape, who's been an ardent supporter uh, of the podcast. <laughs> so I... I would say none of this would have happened if it weren't for them. Well, V-Shape, I think you have your hand raised. Yes. Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, so I think uh, Sebastian also uh, kind of tried to hint us as a Loon community uh, to the possibility that we could prop up a proposal, uh, maybe a community spend proposal to incentivize uh, certain pools on the Luna Classic chain on the decks of White Whale um in order for uh, paying out apy to liquidity providers so um that's also on the table and a possibility obviously we would need the especially the help of you diamond hands and um and jerry um with the podcast probably to get such a vote through um and it's the other question is if the community even wants that and if there's enough uh, liquidity in the community pool uh, in order to fund such an operation uh, but i think it would be very beneficial uh, also for the classic community because um, increased traffic means uh, more um, burns right and more transaction fees uh, generating maybe even um, yeah like 
revenue for the community pool back again. Uh, so we just need to get the role, uh, the ball starting, uh, the avalanche starting, so to, so to speak. So um, that might be a good investment for the Luna Classic community. I agree, B-Shape. I mean, you've got Jerry in here. You've got, I, you know, I'm in here as well. The two most well-known platforms for Lunk. I, two, two most well platforms for Lunk. Uh, we get information out, so I think that's a good idea. So anything we need to do to help with it. I think another, you know, easy win for the Luna Cl- Classic community and us. You know, I like win-win situations where everybody just, you know, grows his pie is injecting liquidity into the you know backbone labs grave digger and eris protocol both liquid staking tokens and pooling that on i think you cut off there is it just me or oh sorry yeah yeah i think he he rugged a little bit lost him again me again yep we got you now yep how did you lose me in my rant twitter rug you whenever it senses that you're ranting You there, Sencom? You with us? Is he good? Can no, you hear us, sir? I think he's ragging again. Hey, is he, is he, 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 he only has one yeah. part of the that he has good Wi-Fi in, so when he gets walking and yeah. talking, sometimes he, he drops out. <laughs> so, so I want to I wanted to bring something up real quick about regarding uh, uh, bringing additional liquidity. Um, and this is and this is uh, you got to really thank LBA for this one for starting this conversation with the on ramp. I think back what uh, Jerry, correct me if I'm wrong, it was like either March or April uh, when that process started. But and then uh, Vin put out a screenshot of of what that on ramp looks like. I I mean I, I don't I don't know the mechanics behind it, but. Um, Luna V or Ven or Jerry, do you think there's a possibility that we could, uh, the community could use that functionality as part of, of, um, to bring in additional liquidity or, you know, picking up from where, what Syncom mentioned, Backbones, NFT, uh, Phi uh, project as well. I mean, there seems like there's a lot of directions that we can go. I think, I mean, that can be utilized if somebody doesn't want to touch their uh their luna classic uh bags Mm -hmm. and they want to bring in outside uh you know funds then yeah that makes it a lot easier because then you don't have to do the whole you know buy it from you know inject it from a a central exchange and then go all the way and do right do all the swaps yeah it makes it a little bit easier in that aspect also if if they're really a mathematical type of person, they can figure out which is cheaper doing the on-ramp versus doing all the swaps, right? More, right. Most likely it's, I'll tell you what, it's simpler just doing the on-ramp. Um, I, uh, I probably would do it just because of that, even if it is costs a little slightly more, but it's the, the, it's the convenience. Day, uh, it's we call it a convenience fee. Right? Yeah. The, the thing is, is when they buy it with the on-ramp, I don't think they're going to, you know, get taxed the same because Luna Classic has a uh, a burn tax, right? So they'll get the Luna Classic, and then the transactions that happen post uh, post on ramp is what's going to affect them. So all those other swaps will be affecting the uh, the tax system. So it might end up pay- being a, a really good situation for investors that want to inject liquidity in projects. So I, I think right. you're right. That might be a very very good. Uh, thing for people that want to uh, you know benefit 
from from the potential uh, APY or AP, you know, from from these mm-hmm. liquidity pools that that are probably going to happen. I mean, they were talking about it, but it, it seems like such a good idea that I think it's going to be something that's going to become a reality. Right, hopefully, I mean, I'm just spitting ideas, so I'm having one brain fart after another one, and. I blame JG because when he talks, it's like he gets my creative juices going. And I'm thinking, it's like, do I know what I'm talking about? Man, I hope I know what I'm talking about. You don't, but I mean. We don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I guess my, my point was there's lots of ways to skin this cat. Right. And there's lots of different ways to do it. Um, and for what it's worth, we're willing to, to help on our end in as much as we can. We're winning. We're willing to match incentives on pools if that's how we want to do it or do OTC deals to seed pools um, or whatever creative, you know, whatever creative solutions we come up with. I just want to get the ball, you know, we don't, and we don't have to go too, too deep down that rabbit hole here in, in this, in this call. But, um, but I did want to, I did want to start the conversation. Right. So liquidity, liquidity is something that will need to be. So what's uh, the white way? Oh, oh, the conversation starting. (laughs) The conversation is definitely starting. Yep. Yep. Great. Is what the white whale team uh, put up that proposal? Or um, is it more that an individual needs to come up and put up a proposal for the, for a community spend proposal? I think it's going to be a collaborative effort because obviously uh, we need to know exactly what White Whale needs. And then obviously the L1 task force would be involved in that as well because they're, they, uh, you know, they're intimately involved with the technical side of Luna Classic. And then I would, so, I would, I would find it very, uh, very nice as a collaboration, so to speak. If White Whale then would like maybe have the same sum um, that is requested from the community pool, also putting that up into the liquidity um, uh, in the liquidity pool, so to speak, um, as paying out APYs. Um, that way we can really show the community of Luna Classic that White Whale and Luna Classic is actually doing an alliance, so to speak, or a collaboration. Uh, if we both like fund these operations the same way, um, I think that's the right way to go from my perspective. And I mean, competitively speaking, blockchains do this. This is not unheard of because there's blockchains out there that grant money to uh, get layer twos to build so this this is basically something that we can do that's not breaking the bank that that can actually succeed and and also like i'm motivated to put money in a liquidity pool because of the the potential earnings you can get by by putting liquidity and it's it's not like there's lots of people that uh, a, a huge portion of their portfolio are in swaps in liquidity pools and they they make rewards by doing that yes exactly but the apy needs to come from somewhere and that's that's what uh what the question is basically absolutely where, where is yep. liquidity coming from to pay out the, APY yeah. for the liquidity pools and then there's the question of sustainability as well so and, and i mean sencom's the uh an expert on tokenomics so i think we can figure out a system to where we can uh, make it sustainable at the same time I just want to say I love these conversations happening right here in front of the audiences. Um, I think that's really, really critical and we'll definitely have to, you know, stay on track and continue this, you know, as we move closer to our launch. Um, Sebastian already teased that 
um, this can happen quite rapidly. So from my understand or from my estimation, we're looking at a, a time frame of around two weeks to deploy our application suit on Luna Classic. So I'm just strictly speaking about the White Whale protocol. Ares protocol is already live, so that box ticked off. And I, I cannot say or share too much about um, Raccoon or Backbone Labs. These teams need to speak for themselves. They have their own schedules. But um, you know, it's it, it's closer than, than it seems. So just two weeks, three tops. I don't think it's, it's going to come to that. But we're really close, and um, these conversations are really critical. And whatever we come up eventually, I just want to make sure that the whatever deal we make is a win-win situation for both or for all participants. Because if, if there's just one participant who gets the short stick, it's not a deal. It's exploiting somebody. So we're going to make sure that you know everybody is happy with this. That's really critical. JG? Yeah. Uh, well, let me make one one point real quick, and then we'll kick it over to JG. So, um, you know, we're we're happy to match incentives. That's fine, and you know, we've we've built our application where that's very easy to do, right? Because you could you can create an incentive flow with with a couple clicks. So that's a very easy thing to do. Um, the question's going to be is is that the most efficient way to attract liquidity, right? And and really, it'll depend on your community. We found in a lot of the Cosmos chains that you know retail is just not not LP, LPing with any kind of size right now. Um, so we can you know we offered uh, five million whale of incentives on our first our first month of incentive, uh, you know, incentivization. And, and it really, they didn't, the retail community just didn't bite. Right. And I think that um, capital is really thin, you know, across the board, even on retail, it's just not the same market. So, you know, it's, it's going to be a question of the loom community, right. Are they willing to LP this pool? You know what I mean? At what rewards, you know, if there's, if there's both Lunk and whale rewards offered, is that going to attract liquidity or is, or should we do it a different way? Should we do some kind of a POL, right? OTC deal and there's POL and we could create a multi-sig. Um, and is, is that more efficient? Right. So um, can, these are these things that, that we're going to have to discuss and, and consider. I can, I can tell you right now, we, the loom community pool, uh, wants a pool that where there's no permanent loss. So maybe an amp whale or uh, amp luna b luna pool or lunk pool would be would be very nice yeah yeah i mean those those are nice because you you're long you're long lunk right and then you're you're earning fees so um but again these are just the nuances that that we'll need to discuss and we could go over in more detail um in in some some further conversations all right jg what do you got for us Okay, so, you know, I just wanted to highlight, especially for the grave diggers, you know, 70% of our fees from the classic grave digger are deployed to these LP providers. So, you know, we're, we're, we're automatically going to put like our protocols, fees and earnings right back into the community, right? So we, we, we're going to be self-sufficient on our own from our side of things. We will have good rewards as long as the community decides to use the grave digger to participate. We're gonna redirect this. They're gonna have good, like B classic, B loom classic. We gotta work on that name. We gotta do something with that. But there's gonna be good rewards. There's gonna be good activity. I'm, I, I know this is, this is gonna be a good fit 
you got we we need to have strong applications with people who are committed and I mean God, white white whale is committed, man. Be lung and amp lung. That's what it is. And speaking for raccoon here real quick, they too have a similar system in place. So when we you know got or approached or those teams approached us and we started working together in this right framework um i i well i shield so to say sustainable liquidity models so um you guys know uh, what i'm talking about so i've been talking about you know you guys need to find a solution how to attract liquidity and make it sustainable because buying liquidity with incentives always leads to overspending and eventually mercenary capital and while incentives are great to kickstart liquidity, it, it's a bad mechanism to maintain liquidity. So I was, you know, adamantly shilling. You guys need to find a way for sustainable liquidity. And Backbone Labs, they they got it before me. And now Raccoon is doing something similar. We're part of the fees. We'll go back into the pools and create this really sustainable and ever deepening liquidity pool. So that's a fantastic thing. Um, Jerry, your hands up. Yeah, I think so. There needs to be an incentive for people to even think about doing it. So right now you got you can stake with a validator and earn rewards that way, right? So it would have to be something that's juicier than that to provide that incentive. And uh, when PSX brought up base token, I'm now just formulating in my brain how that could be something that could really slingshot. I mean, I'm an avid supporter of base token. I have a pretty nice uh, bag over there and I like how they're doing things. Now, if I could take my base token and inject it into liquidity, that would make even more money for me in the long term. And it is a long term uh, prospect. It's not something that you can just put in there because they essentially stake our tokens when we put it into base. They're staking our lunk and then they're uh, they're rewarding us and the, the value of base keeps going up because it's on a it's on a curve. So that would be very interesting if if I could inject liquidity with base token and, and white whale and any of these other protocols, because that would just even if it was one percent APY, it would still be a little bit higher. Right. So I would be incentivized to do something with my base other than just letting it sit in my wallet. I know Raccoon's got his hand up real quick, but I want to add, I know like these ideas are being thrown out there, but maybe base token is where we need to start. At least we have that. Yeah, let's start that conversation. I know there's some complexities involved with that. However, uh, we we do need to talk to uh, Renzo and, and, and figure that out and, and see what moving forward, what, what it looks like for base. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Raccoon, you've had your head up. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut right in front of you, but I wanted to uh, ch chime in on that one. Yeah, yeah, that that's all good, man. Uh, I just wanted to jump after Sam, but uh, I don't. Know, it's it's not too late, but still, yeah. I just wanted to say that uh, we're pretty much almost ready to to launch on Lunk, and like we don't need something to be bootstrapped. Like the idea of us is just to launch on Lunk, and basically our our application works. It's generate a lot of transaction, so another so it will definitely burn a lot of tokens. And basically, like Sun mentioned earlier, how our protocol works is when we generate some revenues, a part of it is going to be added into liquidity pool, and also a part of it is going to be burned. So it, it's doing basically a full circle. That's the kind of tokenomics I, I really enjoy hearing about. Um, I, I'd like to take the opportunity. Um, 
to get Tendermint Timmy. And if crypto enthusiast wants as well, he can join too up on stage. So maybe um, Ponzi Ninja, you can um, invite those lads. Because, yeah. Sorry, sorry to interrupt you. Uh, I was going to say I didn't want to interrupt the audience, uh, the, the speakers here, but uh, we are out of speaker spots. So <laughs> we cannot invite more speakers on stage, unfortunately. So uh, we have to do this another way somehow. Oh, oh, yeah. Add, add Diamond Hands as a co-host. I can step down, guys. I've got a meeting here actually here at Noob. I'm actually a bit late, so I will I will step down and give my spot to somebody that needs it. Thank you very much for joining, Mr. Diamond Hands. Looking very forward to continue the conversation with you in the community. Thank you very much to you guys. Have a great day. Yeah, if you add two co-hosts, uh, there's going to be plenty of spots as well. Oh, okay, I just uh, sent you an invite, Sebastian. If you could accept that, then uh... I just accepted it. So I don't I don't know. Yep. Okay. Okay. Timmy is here. Great. So um, let me give you a quick introduction about um, what what he's going to speak about and why that's important. So Timmy has been, you know, for those of you who don't know him, he's been in the in the space for a long, long time um, through all the ups and downs, and he has been also a supporter of, um, of the Whitewell team and Migaloo. Um, he got his own validator um, with Whispernote on Migaloo. And he approached me, and we've been talking for a long time now, you know, here and there, but he just approached me with a new product he's doing. And he, he singled out that um, our ecosystem that we have right now, um, it offers already quite a lot. You know, we got lots of different apps. There's many yield opportunities, you know, all the different satellite markets, Ares protocol, there's Backbone Labs, NFTs coming soon, games, blah, blah, blah. There's so lots of different stuff. And it becomes hard to onboard people without good resources. So it, it becomes really hard to, you know, show people around, hey, this is what you can do. Here's how you get started. And um, I'd like to give the word over to Timmy with, and he can talk about his idea, how to ease the onboarding process. Thank you for the intro, Sen. Um, yeah, I think you actually covered kind of our big picture goals pretty well there. Um, with Interchain Info, we're a little bit less exciting than everything else that's been talked about today. Not necessarily, you know, an investment opportunity or DeFi you can play with, so to speak. Um, but we think like an absolutely crucial piece of taking Web3 in its current form with a bunch of us kind of passionate nerds and finance people here on Twitter and actually bringing it to the masses and letting your grandparents and parents use it like that gets lost far too often. Um, and I don't it makes sense. It's not even like inherently a negative. There's so much exciting stuff going on. We're, we're balls deep in crypto. You lose sight of that kind of thing. Um, but luckily, I decided to never learn developing. So as my urge to do something meaningful in crypto grew, my, my options kind of stayed limited to like what I like to call social infrastructure. So in a single sentence, what we're trying to do with Interchain Info is create a Web2 like experience as far as UX and aggregation of stuff. So there's a reason the homepage of Interchain Info looks just like Google. 
supposed to be familiar. You don't need a landing page. You either click on one of the categories if you know what you're searching for or just type something into the search bar. Um, as a whole, our website kind of um, functions as a hybrid between Wikipedia with the index where anybody can submit new pages, edit existing ones. Um, and then the resource hub is kind of like an aggregator or RSS feed for content from everywhere. So if community members or teams are doing blog posts or videos, or soon we're going to have audio support for like podcasts and Twitter spaces, that can all live on our site as well. Um, and it integrates with the the index. So for example, you might go look at the white whale page to learn about what that protocol offers. Um, and it'll easily link you to resources about white whale if there are recent articles or videos, that sort of thing. And so in particular, um, we're very flexible with what we want to do. We want to work with teams on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Our entire goal is I've kind of said, here's our one sentence summary a couple times now already, but we want to let devs focus on what they do best. So if you're a smart contract developer, if you're a mathematician or economist really focusing on the tokenomics, this sort of thing, like I've learned developers are not, they don't love writing docs, right? They don't love doing blog posts because it's not their forte. And so we want to kind of provide that infrastructure. Um, for anyone a little bit more tech savvy out there, you've probably heard of the chain registry. Um, I'm, I'm not even developer oriented enough to know the details about it, but it's it's sort of a canonical place on GitHub where all Cosmos chains are registered, basic info is provided, and it is like immensely helpful for almost all of the builders in the ecosystem because it's a canonical place to find things like RPC nodes. But I don't know exactly what's found there, but it's this all-in-one kind of community-maintained repository. And we want to provide a similar service for the sort of social and educational side of things. So in particular, what I uh, talked about with CENCON the other day is that at the moment, White Whale has a website. White Whale has um, beautiful UX, UI, but like Migaloo, the chain itself, doesn't really have like an ecosystem page anywhere or even a formal website in the way that other chains do. Um, and so for new people coming in who aren't familiar with White Whale, maybe they're just exploring the cosmos. I think one of the number one ways people explore cosmos is by looking at like Mint Scan or Map of Zones and just being like, here are the chains that are out there. Oh, here's this one called Migaloo. How do I learn about it? How do I explore it? So the White Whale team could divert a bunch of resources and development time into building out that ecosystem page, or they could work with us and the infrastructure we've already laid the groundwork for and turn our existing. There's already an ecosystem page for Migaloo on Interchain Info. It's just sort of the default and maybe do something custom with that that then can be the official page and kind of take that burden off of the White Whale team that's focusing on the product at hand. Um, so I just talked for really long, so I'm going to shut up. But <laughs> that's that's sort of the basis of uh, where we're at, what we want to do, and in particular, how we want to help out Whitewell. Or Migaloo, I guess. But to give another one-sentence summary, so um, what Timmy just said with Interchain Info, it, it could be like this one-stop resource hub for everything Whitewell. We could post all the Twitter spaces, you know, all the YouTube links, or YouTube interviews or conference you know, presentations. We can have our ecosystem listed there and the dashboards and the applications. And the really nice thing is that everybody can submit this. So if you happen to stumble upon 
something that's not listed yet there, you can just go ahead, submit it there, and then it could be some, like Wikipedia, some collaborative effort to provide the best resources um, you know, for the whole ecosystem. And if we do this as a community, we got this really nice up-to-date resource hub that we can then you know, hand out to newcomers and also veterans in the ecosystem um, to just you know, get an overview about everything. So that's pretty nice. We have a lot of hands up here. So I think let's start with PSX and then we go over to, I can't pronounce this, Key, K, Dark Knight, whatever. You got this. So PSX. Yeah, a question for uh, Tinamet, Timmy. Um, I, I think there's, to, to my, if, I, if I'm understanding correctly, um, you're getting your position to more of a, more like a turnkey type approach where you already have the platform anyone can just come on and it'll rate it a rock is that a is that a fair way of looking at it yeah absolutely so okay. for, for all aspects of our site that's pretty accurate yeah okay and, cool. and, and obviously we're not a hundred percent there yet but going to continue moving in that direction providing as many pieces of the puzzle making it easy seamless etc we're always going to be striving to improve in that area yeah absolutely um because i think and then because i had a, I had a bit of a a brain fart when you were talking about uh, your project, and because um, I've got a um, I've got a relationship from uh, from one of the Juno um, uh, developers, and he developed a um, a protocol. He developed some type of protocol where it could onboard uh, Web two devs onto Web three seamlessly. I think there might be an, an opportunity where I can get you two connected, um, and I think again I say things very loosely. And I'm wondering what that conversation area, is. Is this area 52 by chance that you're talking about? No, no, it's no. uh Reese. It's I have not heard of them, but yeah. absolutely. That is the type of stuff like we want to make this mm-hmm. we want interchain info to both be able to serve its veteran users who are looking to, you know, make a customized dashboard or dive deep on brand new protocols, but also helpful yeah. for just the brand new person, whether a user or a dev. So partnering with those kind of programs definitely is on our bucket list. So we'd Abs- love to chat. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, um, let me f- give you a follow. And then um, whenever I get freed up, I'll uh, make those uh, those connections. Awesome. That'd be awesome. Let's do it. Right. I think it would be prudent to follow everybody on the speaker panel from myself as well. Yep. Give everybody a follow. Hashtag ride the whale, retweet the space. You guys got this. All right, Dark Knight, you've been up here. Raise your hand. Hey, guys. Thank you for, for having me here. Um, yeah, I just follow everybody here because you're talking about long and there's uh, for a long time, I haven't seen a panel like this talking about the project, which is uh, uh, very excited. Um, I just want to throw something. You guys are the expert. I'm just a regular guy that I'm learning. But since last year, 2022, I was uh, very close to, in Discord uh, with the process of what long development was doing it. And I just want to throw something that uh, uh, somebody said at uh, the early beginning, um, talking about um, uh, rewards or um, about the about the pools. So one of the things that I was last year talking about is um, the way to create a, 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 a treasury uh, contract 
where you can um when you can have people buying lunk directly when you can have what you can buy when you can buy lunk uh directly from the market and just create a treasury that allow people uh r just random people to buy and and lock it and the idea was uh initially the idea was to uh use it for repack the USDC uh another thing that I that I was talking about was uh a swap between USDC and attacks uh to lunk uh, a swapper that you can just swap in between um and um uh, and another point is um, that if you create this uh, treasury where you can allow people just buy long and, and lock it in, in this contract uh, and use the taxation for rewarding um, people that might help with the project. Um, I don't know if that's something that you guys maybe can consider. Maybe you can talk to the team. Maybe there's people around here that is directly working with the team. Uh, but I just want to, uh, bring those ideas, uh, to the stage. Maybe you can get some ideas. I have a PDF that I can share with whoever wants to, uh, check more about it. But I think that definitely the creating a country and allowing people to buy and just lock it and maybe some wells, they're going to get that involved as well. That'll probably help. Another point that I just want to bring is that there's billions and billions of long uh, moving in the staking contract. Uh, I'm not a fan of just burn. I think uh, we can recycle coins that go into the burn to help this treasury thing. Um, that would be uh, something cool as well. Uh, if we can uh, maybe tax uh, with a 1% uh, for any staking contract event except for the word rewards, uh, that will be also helpful because there's a billion billions on, on, on tokens moving into that staking contract. Thank you for the opportunity, guys. Yeah, I, I think I can. I might be able to somewhat address that. Um, this conversation came up to me prior before the um, the the little uh, doxing incident, but LBA did is looking at was looking or is um, I don't know what his status is about the uh, uh, the Oracle pool, but uh, that's something that. Um, I think Jerry and I will help um, as help Ben as he's uh, transitioning uh, and into a position where he's going to have a little bit more responsibility. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, that that conversation was on, was ongoing behind the scenes. Oh, crypto enthusiasts, go ahead, man. That, that's basically what I just wanted to uh, add. Wow. Okay, guys, like it's been a bit of a serious time but wow, how the hell do we go ahead and unpack this space? Who, what do we actually say about this? We've got JG basically saying the NFT marketplace is in a, you know, testing phase. We've got Raccoon Supply dropping the alpha that they're running the Chihuahua chain grave digger. What, what is going on? And first and foremost, guys, I never thought I would see the day that my two favorite communities in crypto, I always say Raw and uh, Wow are my two favorite projects. That's because they're championing uh, championing some awesome ideas but it was always in the classic it was my second favorite community on top of wow because i went into wow early <laughs> but no like guys like to have you guys talking in this space together and talking about ideas that are 
like you know how do we get incentives on the Luna Classic chain we're not you know this is this is crazy I floated one to Sencon just then Vin this might give you a bit of a headache yeah but why why are we distributing USTC to people I'm gonna I'm gonna level with you yeah it's going through <clears throat> TerraSwap people are just swapping it back to Lunk or whatever they're doing yeah let's let's be a bit cheeky and get a Lunk USTC pool on Whitewell DeFi and just float those rewards straight into we need liquidity on the pool first but let's float them onto incentives straight away yeah also guys no one mentioned it we've got we've got a name for what uh white whale defi are doing in this, in this space it's called the sale program yeah you get in the sale program what's to stop us deploying the the um the furnace on luna classic yeah and then let's let's see what happens when we've got ustc burning to ustn and we've got a USTC, USTM pool on the Luna Classic White Whale decks. Yeah, and we're incentivizing that with Luna Classic. And we're burning that shit down with the Redline Drifter, um, you know, uh, partial repeg. Sorry, in incremental repeg. Yeah? There's too much entropy in Lunk. We can, we can help with that. And, oh, my God, I'm so excited of what the future holds for these two projects. I really am, man. I think some people need to just get up here and just to scream it tell them in timmy's idea is awesome that people need to be shouting about migaloo more um i don't think i maybe some of you have missed this guys but like migaloo is one of the most advanced cosmos chains it's got a, a super low validator set we've got like 50 validators on chain that's less sell pressure for the wow token yeah um it's just honestly I'm sitting here i'm on holiday right but i had to catch this space yeah i'm sitting here with a pint in front of me and i'm just Honestly, I had to catch this space because I got my favorite two communities working together to bring betterment for the whole of crypto, right? And it is, and Sencom touched on it and he smashed it in one, yeah? It's all about community. It's all about what are we going to do? I, I'm, I'm nothing. I'm just someone who rambles on Twitter, yeah? But if we get this right, if we get this right, what Cosmos, we all know it as a technology. Is, is miles in front of any, everything else. We just need community direction and people going. I am. I've got. I cannot not buy this this thing, regardless of that Lunk, USTC, or Whale, or Luna, or Chihuahua Chain, or Juno. It all it all connects together, and um, that's why when you hear, oh, I won't I won't talk smack about anything else, guys. But we we have got man, we have got Alliance. I've, can you imagine? B-Lunk and Amp-Lunk Alliance assets on Migaloo and your Luna Classic working towards getting uh, B-Whale and Amp-Whale as Alliance assets on Luna Classic. Can can anyone imagine that? Like, we, we are close to this. I know, I'm sorry, Vin, I'm, I'm giving you a headache as well because you're the L1 team, yeah? But, like, this is not out of the realms of possibility. We're talking about this in the next six months to a year, you know? And all of a sudden, we've got this... I'm going to use the word because I'm going to use the term economic zone where we've got, I'm sorry to drop a bit of alpha JG, but I think I know where you're going with this NF, NFT switch thing. We've got interchain NFTs that can swap between chains and capitalize on market, uh, you know, and we've got raccoon supply that maybe we could do an interchain lottery. Uh, don't get me wrong. Their products are amazing right now. If you've not played the, the lottery in Migaloo zone, I think it's like 50, 50 whale to go in. And the prize is like 2,000 whale. What, what are you all doing with, you, with, with your time, you know? I'm going to tell you something. 
I didn't listen to Semcom. One of the first times I hadn't listened to him and I bought Ash. And I think it might make me a millionaire because everyone's telling me not to buy this thing, but it, it, we, we, we are flying. We are flying with Ash, yeah. Um, and also Sebastian incentivizing the uh, whale Ash Paul. Absolute master stroke. Um, you know, guys, this is the beauty of White Whale DeFi. I don't want to quote. I think you can allow up to five incentives onto one pool. Um, people will correct me in a minute. But if you want to go and chuck lunar incentives on the whale ash pool, why not? If you want to go and chuck raw incentives on the whale ash pool, why not? If we want to go and chuck whale incentives on the lunar classic USTC pool, why not? This is what we're talking about, guys. We're talking about the future of blockchain technology and people people are hearing oh white whale defi is just a dex it's just flash loans it's just false it's everything we've seen before no it's not we we are it is the lsds it's the nfts it's the games it's everything and i cannot believe my two favorite communities are connecting right now um to bring this thing closer together where we can burn look I'm not going to say to a dollar because I'm not one of those guys, but we can make a significant dent in what we've been burning so far. Like, come on. Everyone knew everyone. When 1.2% was floated, I was here from the start. When 1.2% was floated and then we was going, yeah, we're going to burn off chain. Yeah. I was like, we've got to coordinate this. And when people I do, I wasn't all in until we saw like, KuCoin posting up, 1.2% will be burned here. One point, I thought, oh my God, they're actually going to do it. And then they were like, no, nah, we're not really going to do it. I always knew it had to come back on chain. I always knew this tokenomic entropy that we're suffering, where we've got to kind of bring the value back together, right? That always had to happen on chain. It's just, you know, we needed we needed some tools to do it. And White Whale DeFi are primed. Apps out. Oh, sorry, I'm going not going far enough. The ride group, they're primed, absolutely primed to do this for Luna Classic. And I'm sorry, I'm a permaball, but I'm just going to I'm throwing that out there. And I hope I hope you all see the benefit. Anyway, that's me. I'm, I'm going to step down, guys. Yeah. Thank you very much. That was really, really high energy stuff of you. And yeah, I appreciate the good energy you bring every day. Um, even in your holidays so that's always greatly appreciated and yeah thank you very much and i just want to say one thing one one single comment and you're right ash is ripping again and please guys don't buy i i don't know how this token can be traded at you know one whale to 68 ash it's a mystery to me don't buy this token literally did almost 20x in in a couple of days so stop it don't pump, don't buy. I'm going to tell you a little secret, Zencom, because I, I feel guilty almost. I turned 2,000 whale into 40,000 whale buying ash. <laughs> like, oh my God, like, like, I feel like I've made my kids lives. <laughs> I, I swear to God, this guy will not shut up about ash. Listen, I want I got, the same I, thing on the Lunar Classic chain. PSX, man, you're, we're talking we're, we're, we're like, the same like, thing. You're like, you're like the devil the on there. my left shoulder, and I got Sincom, who's the angel on my right, and you're telling me to buy it, and then Sincom's like, what do you think you're doing? <laughs> listen, listen, you imagine we did something similar with USTC. Well, I'm just I'm just flowing it out there, yeah, because I'm an idiot. I don't know what I'm talking about. I know it's a token on Luna Classic. Yeah, but just imagine, 
Like honestly, we're talking about repegging this thing, right? The only way we repeg it is if we get the if we get the supply down, right? Or there's an absolute spike in volume across the whole thing, yeah. We can do it to Luna Classic as well, but I think we've already got a burn mechanism on the Luna Classic, you know, fees, and all the fees from the furnace will be paid in Lunk. So that's that's what is it now? 0.5% your burn tax, yeah. That that will be burning Lunk as we go, and 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 then and then. As a chain, you can go to yourself, let's do um, USTC, USTM pool, yeah, because you can talk to the guys at Whitewell DeFi, yeah, incentivize that with what you want. I suggest Luna Classic because I think that might get people excited, do you know what I'm saying? And do what we're doing. Why can't you take some of the community pool and go, do you know what? We're going to burn Link for USTN. Um, sorry, we're going to swap Link for USTC, burn it for USTN, and we're going to incentivize that pool with it. Oh, sorry. So the one thing again we're going to provide liquidity to that pool because that makes the swappage that 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 makes swapping the coins that you, you suffer less slippage you understand what i'm saying that'll be on that your decks that'll be I on your so. decks yeah i think so that's definitely a question for the quant team uh because we you know the, the community has a has a team just focused specifically for that but this is the energy we need we need to like be like no we can do this like we can do this in the next six months all right, we can we can actually do this. I say we. I'm gonna do nothing. I'm just gonna chat on Twitter. But we can actually do this. This is possible. You know. No, you're right. It is we. You're right. It is we. 100. percent You're 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 what you're doing right now is just as important as what a dev does, in my opinion, without a doubt. And and going back to what Sebastian said, uh, like he said mentioned earlier, I mean, there's a thousand ways to skin this cat. Um, I know we got some hands raised. I know Jerry had his, um, and then maybe go over to Key. Look at that. I'm not even a co-host, and I'm being a co-host. Sorry. I was just going to mention that um, now Sencom is uh, very knowledgeable about tokenomics. So when it comes to all these exciting things that we're talking about, you have somebody that has driven a lot of success on White Whale um, present and open to collaborate with all of these other protocols and open to collaborate with the L1 task force. And the most important piece is how do we make it sustainable? And he's got that mathematical mind that we're not going to rush into anything, right? But we can do it fast, but we got to do it right. And I think with CENCOM uh, there and all the brilliant minds that are up here, I think it, I know it can be achieved. So that's the piece. I, I know with my own project, I will be talking with JG and CENCOM as well because I'm not the expert on tokenomics and and how these protocols work. And uh, I just want all the help I can get. And when we when we team up and we help each other, that's and and we collaboration's a lot stronger than than uh, competition. And it's good it's good to have competition as well because when there's competition that means there's more innovation because you have to remain competitive in the marketplace so this is going to bring so much more innovation to luna class you're going to after everything is on board and we're all sustainable you're going to see other people jumping on luna classic to do the same thing and then they're going to compete and then then the thing is how do we remain relevant and competitive to what these guys are doing and it's just going to keep snowballing and getting better i'm sorry to speak but jerry man when you're going to run the grave digger man i'm i'm all over that stuff like you know like let's let's get you up to be 
the Lunar Classic grade of a guy. I know there's so many people in the in the Lunar Classic uh, community could do it, but and you got my vote. That would be interesting. The Sapiens as the Lunar Classic grave digger. That's really, really interesting. Um, Dark Knight. What do you want to say? Dark Knight, the keymaker. Uh, I just want to say that what I mentioned earlier about the the ter- the treasury. Um, the somebody mentioned about the USDC. Um, the USDC creating a treasury of one point five trillion to- uh, tokens. It make you in paper technically, mathematically make you peg USDC uh, on the price of of half of a cent. Um, I think that if you allow uh, the community to buy and bring some wells also, um, I think that's something that is uh, uh, reachable and uh, mathematically it's uh, it, it's something possible. Uh, I just want to put that there. Thank you, guys. All right, Sebastian, we're at one hour and 45 minutes exactly. What do you think? Um I have a question, uh, actually not I personally, but um, I'm forwarding this question from a community member who uh, asked a question in the Discord chat, community calls. Uh, if you have questions, feel free to post yours in there as well, or uh, feel free to come up um, on stage as well. Um, and he asks, what benefit? Uh, what benefits will bring Babylon to Migaloo? So that pre- question is probably directed at me. So I haven't haven't looked too much into Babylon, unfortunately. I didn't read the white paper yet. Mm, from what I understand is that you can essentially stake your Bitcoin or have Bitcoin secure um, the chains as well, which would allow you to uh, increase security and speed up undelegation processes. Um, I know they're live on Migaloo testnet, um, but I haven't made up my mind yet if it's in the best interest of of the Migaloo chain and the community or not. But if it comes to um, mainnet eventually, of course, um, I'll leave my two cents on that before there's any or while there's any votings going on. All right. Thank you. Um, We have another guest coming up stage. Vegas. Yeah, he's got a very large Telegram uh, community for Luna Classic, so it might make sense to reach out and you know once we have information to uh, so they can get it out on the Telegram site because some people don't use Twitter. Yeah, I just I'm trying to add in to come up on stage. Uh, listen, guys, I've got to go anyway, so I'll leave. So if that makes it easier, I just want to say congratulations to everyone. Great space. Love you all. Thank you. Bye bye. Hi, can you hear me? Uh, Vegas. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for having me here. Uh, lovely space that you have here, and it's amazing that uh, that. Um, this is all come together, you know, like uh, seeing different projects coming and working with one uh, one vision is uh, absolutely brilliant. Um, I want just to 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 let uh, the community know that uh, bad things uh, happen. Yeah, uh, recently you guys are already uh, talked about this about the unwanted doxing about of the the L1 team. Myself, I passed that uh, before. Was not funny. 
myself uh, was was kind of painful to me, but more for my family. I think I never said this in any space, uh, but uh, after the doxing part was done publicly, uh, I suffer uh, abuse uh, in a professional way and uh, sending emails, uh, calls to my company. Uh, but worse than that, uh, my daughter was not even, no, was a week old, my second daughter, a week, yeah. And I got the police knocking on my door uh, because of a complaint that is uh, too weird to explain. And they were more, uh, they were more confused than me. Uh, that is uh, that that is being taken care of by the law enforcement to understand uh, who was the the person doing this. But uh, yeah, of course, it comes from uh, some some kind of uh, hater uh, on the space. That being said, I know that is not the the community, and I'm is is some members of the community that are trying to divide us, uh, but it's not working. Like we can see on this space, uh, the community is more united than ever, uh, and uh, I have to to say. Uh, Thank for thank thank uh, thank you, Vin, for taking care of uh, L1 team. I think um, I think the the team is very well taken with you in front of all of this. Um, very sad that Frag left and LBA. Um, maybe they will come back later. We never know. Um, another thing that I want to just leave here is that uh, the feeling that I'm feeling today and uh, these past weeks is the same feeling I felt when we start the whole revival of the chain. And uh, we all know how that uh, went. So uh, we went well for a while, and um, yeah, then we we uh, we we went for these fights again. But what I'm trying to say is that the feeling that I'm feeling today uh, is good. I think um, good things are coming. And thank you for this space, guys. Absolutely amazing. And Vegas, uh, I, I think it'd be good to uh, at least be in contact uh, because sometimes we get some media that you can uh, release to your huge telegram group that you have I know a lot of people don't use twitter and they're comfortable with your uh telegram a hundred percent mate just uh, drop me a dm and uh, and uh, we will we will uh, deal with that that's absolutely amazing that's that's what it's all about uh, maintaining connections and uh, and we all have the same goal here so yeah weird it's a i thought i was following you did you change your uh profile because i could have swore i was already following you uh sorry who spoke yeah i, I could have swore i was already following you and and uh, i just clicked on your thing to send you a dm and and i i i'm not following you for some reason but i just followed you you follow <laughs> me back i'll send you a dm something something uh, i will uh, i will check but uh, something happened recently and uh, my twitter is all bugged uh, that being said, I oh. the only thing that I changed in the last eight years was my uh, profile picture. The, the the username is all the same. Oh so, yeah. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, we'll link up if uh, as soon as I have uh, access to media to be released to the public, then I'll I'll let you know so that you can put it on your Telegram. Absolutely amazing, mate. I will do that. Okay. Thank you so much, guys. But you gotta follow me back because I can't DM you, bro. Uh, oh, okay, I will do that. <laughs> okay, give me a second. Done, mate. It's all done. Okay. Um, yeah, I think we can uh, wrap it uh, up right here. Um, if there are no other questions. Um,
Any last words from the speakers? Yeah, I just thank everybody for coming. I think it's been a really good talk. Just uh, a shameless reminder that for everything that we have going on, for everything that Migaloo chain and White Whale has going on, we're trading currently at a $5 million market cap, um, you know, which which is pretty laughable, you know. Um, so, I, but I'm, I'm glad that, you know, the Loon community came, joined us today. We got to share our vision, what's going on with us. Got to hear from you guys, what's going on with you. And uh, once again, just really excited, really excited to see uh, to see where this goes. Yep, also yes, exactly. exactly. I also wanted to ask, like, what, what are you guys doing? Like, we just burned six million, one uh, percent of the total supply of whale, and uh, the price is uh, a little bit going down. Like, what, what is, what is, what's popping? I think that's a buying, buying opportunity. Just wanted to mention that. <laughs> so I'm not comment on the price developments here. Just wanna, you know, put my signature under um, what Sebastian just said. So thank you very much. Um, everybody, um, you know, it's too many names to, to mention you guys, you guys rock and another personal shameless chill. So if you happen to be in Switzerland, I host a monthly community meetups there, um, just casual chill outs with some beers. So check out Swiss crypto meetup. So that's a Twitter handle. It's also here in the, in this, um, thread and yeah, see you around next week. All right, everybody. Bye-bye. See you in the next one. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, inevitably it kind of starts to happen. Tripping on the third app, listening to nerds flap, wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed. It's like everybody's holding heavy bags in Web3. That's why they can't fly. They just drowning in the bird bath, fishing for some dry powder. Watch how we ignite the tower, blowing up the bank accounts, forgetting how to fight the power. Y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes. They preaching open sauce, but don't listen to the code. And now it's mutiny, community uprise. There's no more humility, futility, plus size. Motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal. Which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles? Motherfucking West side shit, needle and noose, sticking with my armory, Yam Beto and Bruce, repping psychedelic artistry, believing the truth, like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue? GM fam. Is it really worth all the effort? Is it really worth all the fighting? Is it really worth all the drama? And the answer, I think, is a clear no. We started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits All you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust, this shit is all rust Not a great look, you're what we call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile over here rewiring features More critical thinking, less knee jerk More evolution, less shit Preachers pretending to be teachers Y'all just predatory leeches I mean please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rap fucks Sucking up the cheddar, the recipe is two steps Rinse and repeat, now we all in your butts And we bring in receipts 
GM fam, have a seat. If you're listening to this, my, my plea to you would be like, don't have, don't, don't have to take a side on it. Just say like, is it really, is it really worth this war of attrition? It might cost us a lot more than what can be gained by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. Spaces.